feel free. We always want to hear from you folks. Take some time. Reach out to the program. You could send us an email via the gang at communications and marketing over there. Just send it to feedback at ami.ca. That's feedback at ami.ca. They'll pass it on to us. Or in case you have other questions about AMI-Tele, AMI-Audio, or AMI-TV, or anything about Accessible Media, Inc., just do it over there. You can give us a call, one 509 4545 Mention it's for Kelly and company, please. And if you don't mind, give us permission. Maybe we can use your message on air. one 509 4545 is the number to do that. On Twitter, of course, she's at all Rams with a Z. I'm at AMI Kelly Mac. Always like to hear from you, so drop us a line. And of course, follow along at AMI Audio. That's the correct handle of AMI Audio, at AMI Audio. You can check out what's coming up on our show and interact and ask your questions. That may be uh, more directed right at AMI Audio and see. Look for that answer right there at AMI Audio on Twitter. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, we are the hosts of the program. So, are you thinking about your popcorn? Do, do you prefer it with less butter? Less butter, like just really? enough butter to balance it so that the seasoning will stay on. You know, you I try don't it with like the nutritional the yeast yet? No, but I thought about it last night and I do have nutritional yeast. Maybe that's for tonight's batch kills. Think about it, especially after Julia has been here. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, uh, we're talking health a little bit right now for, as we welcome in producer Jeff Ryman and reporter Grant Hardy. I'm Jeff Ryman with The Health Report. I bring you the latest studies, advice, and health headlines from major newspapers, magazines, and the Canadian press. Good day, fellows. Nice to have you both back. Hey, Good folks. to be back. Um, at this point, we're going to do this today, get into some health and lifestyle on Friday on the show with you guys. And we're going to kind of start mixing it up a little bit and uh, maybe, uh, maybe taking away a little blurring the lines a little. So uh, I think that makes it more exciting for everyone. So stay tuned as we get doing that. Again, we welcome back uh, Grant, particularly who's just uh, joined our team. And uh, today, Grant, I'm, I'm going to throw things over to you and let you take the lead. Oh, scary. All right, man. Well, I do have a few headlines to uh, go through and get your take on. Uh, this first one is from Global News, and the headline is, Thick blanket of smoke in, Ogan- in Okanagan may linger for another couple of days. So with thick wildfire smoke blanketing the Okanagan, it's not a surprise that the valley's air isn't good right now. But according to one website that keeps track of the air quality around the world, uh, ours is currently among the worst. Now, according to global news meteorologist Peter Quinlay, the smoke in the area is from a number of fires in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Much of the smoke is coming from fires right along the international border, uh, the ones around Manning Park, and ones that are actually coming uh, from the northwestern uh, United States, Quinley said. So the heavy smoke resulted in the air quality index hovering between 5 and 6 out of 10 on Tuesday for the central Okanagan. And there's a website uh, called IQ Air that actually measures our air quality, in, uh, the air quality in the Okanagan, rather, as some of the worst in the world, and they're advising people to limit their outdoor activity. So just wanted to get you guys uh, your take on this. You know, BC, we tend to be a pretty temperate sort of area. There's, there's not a lot that hits us, but we've had a couple of warnings lately. We had this heat wave last year where people died and people could not get through to emergency services either. And now we have this. Why do you guys think that 
We're ignoring the message that nature is trying to send. Jeff, I'm going to hand it over to you first. Yeah, I think, and we've talked about this extensively on the show over the last year or so, but believe it or not, there are still people who just either A, don't know enough about the impacts of global warming or climate change or uh, anything under that umbrella, uh, or they just don't care, uh, which which is actually kind of very scary to think about. Um so hearing about the forest fires, I feel like a lot of people are just tuning in elsewhere or tuning it out altogether. Um, so, it, you know, in a weird way, it, it, it kind of does make sense that people aren't aware of this or just don't care. Although I feel like they very much should be, because like you mentioned, Grant, last year was, at least in recent memory, probably one of the most uh, scary impacts from wildfires, which you mentioned there were a couple of deaths. Um, just mm-hmm. the pictures and the videos that were coming out of BC last year, like things just completely melted, um, like complete cities or at least towns uh, were basically ghost towns and a lot of things burned down. Wildfires are no joke. And not only can they have a huge impact on um, your immediate health, but definitely some of the long-term um, problems that it could pose as well. So uh, I, I think people should very much um, be in the know in, in terms of wildfires and whatnot. And it's one of those things that sort of get swept under the rug. Like I mentioned, some people just don't really care. Do we need to see a shift in what we allow? I mean, years ago, you'd see the, the commercials with people being told, put out your fires when you when you were camping. Watch your cigarettes. Don't go tossing the bus when people did that stuff and, and went out there and it was no big deal for someone driving a car whoom, out the window and stuff like that. We went on the campaign saying, people, people, don't do these things. You're causing colossal damage and, and killing people being careless like that. Now we also look at the fact that there are a lot more all-terrain vehicles. We know that there's a lot of lightning strikes, which may be more related to our environment, maybe related more to the fact that it's dry and things like that. I kind of would love to know if those numbers have gotten gone up. But overall, we know we need to do something about our environment, period, whether it's stuff like this. I just worry so much about how much we're hearing pollution, smoke like this, is killing people. We, we know that people yeah. who live near a busy street are in jeopardy. Um, you know, you live inhaling smoke from cars, that kind of thing, which is our move to move electric, we know for some people that definitely is leading to chronic breathing issues, health problems that take a lot of lives, and how much less of that would happen if we address some of these issues like that. So, Grant, I don't know what's causing so many of the, the yeah. fires. I think we get the idea, too. You guys are on the ocean. Maybe the, the ocean breeze carries that smoke away. <laughs> but I think so many of us have no idea what that smoke is like. I do think it is really interesting that, you know, if you think about it, we can alter almost anything we want on the planet. You can take a swamp and we can turn it into like a football field or a, or a, a road with, you know, whatever we want. But wildfires are a fascinating reminder that nature can take back control of the planet whenever it wants. And we don't have as much control as we think. Well, and before us, 
Folks, sure, there was wildfires. There was lightning strikes and huge fires that there was nobody to fly over dumping ocean water on to put them out. It, it, they ran, they roared yeah. on for months, years. Yeah, and, and one other thing to add to this is that, Grant, you're, you're mentioning that this is happening in B.C. with the smoke and the air quality. But if I remember correctly, especially last year and then a couple years back with those massive Fort McMurray fires in yeah, Alberta, yeah. Uh, but that smoke carries. Like the air oh. quality across oh, yeah. the, the prairies, even into here in Ontario, like people in northern Ontario were, were feeling the repercussions of that smoke and that fire. Um, so it, it's definitely not necessarily just a regional issue. Like this is like this, this, this very well could be. And Kelly, you mentioned, you know, the breeze coming off of uh, off of the ocean, but you know, that breeze and, and the, depending on which way the wind is blowing and the jet, jet stream, stream and all yep, of that. Yep. Like it, it carries across a couple of provinces uh, if it's big enough. So it's just something that I wanted to point out that it's definitely not just necessarily even a regional issue. This is almost a nationwide issue. Yeah, for sure. It is. Yeah. One help. What helps one group helps all of us. What hurts one group helps uh, hurts the whole world. So yeah. hopefully, so true. yeah. We're, so true, Grant. Um, we we got time for two more, or should we do one? Yeah, let's try the. Let's pick one and see how we right. get. Uh. Let's do a fun one, shall we? Uh, the best way to get a crying baby back to sleep? Researchers say they figured it out. This is from USA Today. I'm not a parent. I always figured you just politely ask for what you want. Uh, excuse exactly. me, I'm trying to get some sleep. Can you can you quiet things down? No, apparently that doesn't work so well for uh a newborn baby, so I'm told. So every newborn uh, parent has dealt with it. A crying baby that just won't go back to sleep or an infant who wakes up in the middle of the night and won't let anyone go back to bed. Uh, regardless of the countless hours of sleep lost, people have endless amounts of remedies and tricks to get a baby back to sleep. But now researchers say they have figured it out scientifically. Uh, so it involves moving around the findings published tuesday in the peer-reviewed journal current biology suggests that the best method is to the best method is to hold a crying baby and walk with them for five minutes after that researchers say to sit and hold the baby for five to eight minutes before putting them to bed and the walking to sit method even worked in the daytime the results showed and it lowered the baby's heart rate as well. So, hmm. you know, that's a long, I mean, again, as somebody who's not a parent, it seems like that's a long time for me to be out of bed at night <laughs> when I'm just like, oh, I just want to get back to bed. But if that's the magic here, I mean, you guys have to wonder how we figure all this stuff out as researchers. But uh, what do you think? You think we're a little step closer here towards, uh, parenting uh peace well there are a lot of parents out there that would say well yeah that's what grandpa and grandma told me and so on and great grandma that's what we, we would do we'd hear that you know you, you you hear anyone say well go for a walk take take the baby for a walk walk around you know pat the talk to the baby let the baby hear your calming voice it's interesting when we find this stuff out and they they reveal the research guys and jeff all all you can hear when you're when you're hearing grant read this discussing this is people parents at home saying yes i know that already i didn't need a study <laughs> because they wore out their, their their slippers walking at night 
Yeah, you know, I, I, this is very, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of taking notes here as somebody who's not a parent, but, you know. I thought so. But, but you know, maybe soon down the road I may become a parent, uh, you know. That seems fairly easy. Ten minutes out of the night is probably not not the worst case scenario for especially for to a get a whole sleep, right? If it yeah, worked, exactly. But you know, in a way, it makes sense um, to me. And obviously, this is not a one size fits all method. I'm sure. Uh, if it was, then the people of this study would probably be making millions and billions of dollars. <laughs> um, but uh, you, there, there's so many of, of those tales that you used to hear. And, and Kelly, you were talking about, oh, this is what my grandparents used to do to get my parents to go to sleep or to get me to go to sleep or, or whatever it may be. Uh, you know, I, I think a, a quick walk or, or sometimes you see people sort of um, gently rocking a baby like in a, in a rocking chair or um if you're one of those parents you, some people jokingly put them on the the washing machine and the sort of the, the tumble and the rumble of that would ah, sort of right knock, yes. knock them out uh, there's obviously a, a many different ways in which you can potentially put a baby to sleep but it's always fun hearing about these these types of studies and that there's legitimate science behind it so yeah i'm going to take some notes on this for sure Hmm. I remember being scared by the oh. washing machine being set on it and ah, be quiet. But the dryer I slept Isn't quite well on. <laughs> well, it's funny how in the quote unquote olden days you could like, you know, turn on the washing machine for like a second and sit on the washing machine and like, okay, now I'm going to turn this off or even open it up and feel inside. Now everything is like so locked down that like, I don't think a parent could, actually do that anymore without running a full uh cycle or really messing around with the washing machine because yeah, you can't this... just turn that dial <laughs> to the right spot <laughs> things are just so different grant awesome stuff thank you very much we will uh speak to both of you guys uh next when later 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 this afternoon oh my Friday. good heavens yeah no you guys are back and in a bit too. yeah yes all guys. right guys well be well We'll kick it with you in a little bit when uh, they're back on the program next hour. We'll step aside for a couple of minutes. That was Grant Hardy, reporter. Uh, Jeff Ryman, producer over here on Kelly & Company. Up next on In the Know, Margaret Weldon takes us behind the scenes of Queen Elizabeth's uh, royal family and brings us some uncommon facts about her in two minutes.